0: Summer League is on the horizon. We got to meet with Anthony Black and Jed Howard as they get ready for their first little taste of NBA action, what the expectations are for the Magic's two rookies, and a little bit more on the Summer League roster as Summer League's officially underway in the NBA. The Magic start on Saturday. Let's all get to it for this 4th of July edition of Locked on Magic. You are locked on Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is July 4th. 2023. Happy Independence Day to my US listeners. Happy Fourth of July. Happy Tuesday to everyone else, I suppose. Welcome to today's episode of Locked On Magic. My name is Philip Ross. I'm the site expert and editor over at Orlando Magic Daily.com. You can follow me on there on Twitter at Philip RR underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we're gonna get you a little bit set for summer league. We'll we'll talk more summer league later in the week, but the of Magic had Summer League practice. They were made available to the media, so we got to chat with Jet with uh, Jet Howard and Anthony Black, as well as take a brief glimpse into what to expect here for Summer League. We'll get to those expectations coming up here in just a moment. First, we want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first in the morning, whether it's right when we upload. We truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Locked On podcast covering every single t- team in the NBA just search for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Today's episode of Locked On is brought to you by our friends at PrizePix. First-time users can receive a 100% in-deposit match of up to $100 with promo code Locked On. That's PrizePicks.com promo code Locked On. We go through this process every year um, when it comes to Summer League. You know, Like, look. I've got the Kings-Warriors game on in the background. Keegan Murray looks like a man among boys. Um, we go through this process every year. What are, what are we excited about most in Summer League? What, what are the expectations for Summer League? And, and, and I always have to like try to remind everyone to take a moment, to just take a breath and remember what Summer League is and what Summer League isn't. I say this all the time when it comes to summer league games. And so I, I want to just make sure I will repeat this phrase. I'll repeat this belief that I have probably through the next two weeks. And even when it seems like we'll, we'll, we'll get to, we'll get to that. We'll get to how players actually play when we get to it. But I just want everyone to remember this about summer league. Summer league is not where you find out who can play. Summer league is where you kind of find out who can't play. Even when a player maybe struggles offensively, as long as he's doing something that looks like it'll translate to the big big club, as long as they look like they can hold their own, that's usually a good sign because for the most part in summer league, players are not going to be playing the roles that they're going to be playing when they get to the big club. There's no Paolo Bancaro or Franz Wagner to take over the ball. There's no Markel Fultz. The Magic are probably putting the ball in Anthony Black's hands and saying, show us that great decision-making. Show us what you could do. Show us where you might still need to improve a little bit as a playmaker, as a reader, all that stuff. They might say to Jed Howard, hey, Jed, we want you to run this pick and roll. We want to try you out in pick and rolls when he may not run a lot of pick and rolls in the regular season. As long as they're getting some of these concepts, as long as they look like there's hints of what they might maybe could be able to do, that's typically enough in summer league. Now, last year we were spoiled because Paolo Bancaro, by halftime of that first game, looked like he was ready. Like, I literally, after he hit that one step-back three and against the Rockets last year, I pretty much stood up by myself in my apartment while I was watching the game. I pretty much stood up and said, I've seen all I need to see. You could shut him down for the rest of summer. Like, he played only two games. He didn't, I know there was a lot of, like, hand-wringing, saying, oh, they should have played Paolo more. Why didn't they play Paolo more? The fans paid to see Paolo. I was just like, no, 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 no. This is summer league. Let's not let's not make this more than it is. The Magic saw all they needed to see from him. Let's take a look at some other guys uh, and look. You know, we saw brief glimpses of what Caleb Houston could be and all that. And and we'll get into some of those uh, in a little bit in a little bit here too. Um, for Anthony Black and Jed Howard, then especially as rookies, the goal of summer league is to get comfortable. And that was the prevailing message when we talked to Jamal Mosley uh, earlier on Monday, as well as talked to Jet Howard and, and, and Anthony Black. They're just there to start feeling comfortable. You know, while all the other summer league players were working on drills with groups, when we were allowed into practice, Jet Howard was working on shooting with one of the co- with one of the Magic's assistant coaches. Anthony Black was working on his uh, dribble, uh, his pull-up jumpers and, and his form shooting with one of the Magic's coaches. They shouldn't necessarily be separate. You know, again, this is just a snippet of practice, what we were allowed to see. But they were definitely on their own because they are on a different track than a lot of these other players on the team. Jed Howard and Anthony Black are going to be on the Orlando Magic next year. They're not fighting for their spot. And so the goal for them, and one of the things that the Magic emphasized throughout the course of, of, of their summer league practice, or it appear to be what they're emphasizing in summer league, is let's simplify what we're running. Let's simplify and introduce the foundations of who we are as a team, as an organization. Let's make sure that these two players have the basics down of what we're going to expect from them in October. That's what Summer League is about. I am not, you know, if Anthony Black shoots... 30% from the floor because he is on the ball a ton. That might actually be a bad sign because he's a point guard and he's going to be on the ball a ton and he's not a great shooter, so he's going to be on the ball a ton to be effective. I will be more concerned if Anthony Black isn't experimenting, isn't trying to, you know, not necessarily do too much, but isn't probing and trying to kind of feel his way through games. And, And again, to me, progression matters. You know, however many games he plays, whether it's two, whether it's three, whether he plays all five, I want to see him get more confident the more that he plays and again we, we just we don't know what these guys are going to look like um you know that 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 first wave of energy from from being on an NBA floor you know even in a summer league session is a big thing I just want to see that he understands what the magic are asking him to do if they're asking him to do too much that's okay it's just about understanding what they're trying to do and what they're trying to accomplish, and then seeing how that fits into the bigger picture because what happens in July isn't important. It's what happens in October that matters. It's what happens in three months, when everyone gets back, two and a half months now, when everybody gets back together and we see this team fully formed and looking looking like who they're going to be and and figuring out who they're going to be. Both Anthony Black and Jet Howard are going to be key players on this team. Yes, there's that guard log jam that we've talked about. They may not get minutes immediately, and they, they're going to have to fight for their minutes. And so there has to be that little bit of urgency. But the Magic aren't going to throw so much in front of them that they can't handle it. That it's impossible for them to be in the lineup and to be in the rotation. They know they're going to make mistakes. Everybody knows they're going to make mistakes. And now is the time to kind of sand off that foundation. You know, we're putting that baseboard down. Let's make sure it's all nice and smooth so we can build stuff on top of it. That's what Summer League is about. And that's what Anthony Black and Jet Howard are working toward. I'm always taken about with rookies. Very few rookies are expressive to the media. Um, and it's okay. I, I'm, we're used to it. Like I could tell a ro- you know, I was the, it was this way in college. Whenever I talked to freshmen, they didn't want to, they were they were very shy. They hadn't come into the come into themselves. And so, you know, if you read the quotes that I put in Orlando Magic Daily doc, on my article in Orlando Magic Daily.com, if you go watch on the Magic's PR Twitter account and, and orlando Magic.com, the interviews you can tell they're rookies, you can tell the lights, not that they're not ready, are still a little bright. That they're still getting comfortable in the new jerseys, in the new system, in the new field. And that's what Summer League is going to be about. Summer League is going to be about getting these two guys comfortable. And then beginning to let them fly. Then beginning to let them spread their wings and soar. That's what's on the table for the Orlando Magic. That's what's on the table for these two rookies, and how they react to this over the next two weeks. It's going to tell the team how much more they got to prep them and bring them along, heading into training camp. They're not the only Magic roster players though that are in summer league. We're going to talk about some of the veteran players and what to expect from them as we get set for uh, as we get set for summer league. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, it's time for a quick word for our friends over at Prize Picks. Look, daily fantasy can be really, really difficult. You got these complicated point systems. You got the, the salary cap thing that doesn't always make sense. How do they come up with these numbers? I don't know. And so how can you win a game when you don't know the rules? And the rules seem fairly arbitrary. How about something simple? How about projecting, I don't know, how many points Anthony Black's going to score in his first summer league game? You can say more or less. That's that's easy to do. And that's all that prize fix is. fix is daily fantasy done right because it is simple, to the point, and it's just you versus the numbers. You're not worried about these gigantic player pools and trying to out-muscle and beat out the Sharks out there that win all these pools. Trust me, they do. All you have to do is pick two to six players. If they go on to score more or less than their prize picks, projection, whatever you predict. You can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. There's no competing against other people. It's just you versus projections available. And prize picks offers projections on any sport that you watch, including NBA, MLB, PGA, college sports, soccer, WNBA, NASCAR, and a whole lot more. In fact, I'm actually kind of curious about this because I kind of want to put in a prize picks on Joey Chestnut. So I'm going to look up real fast on my phone. I'm looking it up right now to see if they're offering. No, I got to log in. I'm not going to waste your time doing it. See if they're offering whether Joey Chestnut's going to break the hot dog record on Tuesday. He might. Who knows? Entries, if you don't have to log in like I just did, can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. They offer is safe and fast withdrawals. are currently operational in more than 30 states, including here in Florida, as well as in Canada. Download the PrizePix app or go to prizepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% depo- instant deposit matchup up to $100. With promo code locked on, if you deposit $100, PrizePix will give you $100. If you deposit $50, PrizePix will give you $50. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on and sign up for an instant deposit match of up to $100. We want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your independence day. Really, you know, whether you're listening to this on July 4th, you might be listening to this on July 5th. I- I'm not going to blame you there. Um, but we want to thank you for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. If you want more Locked On Magic or more Orlando Magic Daily, check out our Subtext community. Go to joinsubtext.com slash Locked Magic to learn more and sign up today. Subtext is this great community that works like having my cell phone. It's like It's like you have my cell phone number. I text you messages about the team, some exclusive stuff that I'm going to get to before I start writing on onlinematchdaily.com or before I even post to Twitter. Um, I'll have game updates and game thoughts for you from the Magic Summer League this weekend. Check it out today. Join subtext.com slash lockdown magic. You can even text me back and I will text you back personally. It's very, very awesome. Check it out again today. Join subtext.com slash lockdown magic. Of course, um, Anthony Black and Jet Howard aren't the only players we're interested in during summer league. Um, for those of you waiting, next segment we'll get to we'll get we'll get to the guy that I know a lot of commenters are waiting for me to talk about. We'll get to him. Don't worry. Um, but I want to give some love to the Magic's veteran players on this summer league roster because they're really, really, really important. Um, if if you've been following on on Instagram, I believe Anthony Black. Um, retweeted a photo of him and Keyvon Harris calling Kevon Harris Uncle Key. Um, I don't think that is a mistake. We, we would, I would sometimes jokingly refer to Admiral Schofield as Uncle Sco, and that is kind of a big thing for the Orlando Magic. Keyvon Harris and Caleb Houston are going to play really big roles for this Magic team. In fact, I would expect the Magic starting lineup uh, to be uh, Kevon, I would expect Kevon Harris to be in that starting lineup. It wouldn't surprise me if it's Anthony Black uh, and Jet Howard, or uh, probably Anthony Black and Jet Howard. But it wouldn't surprise me if Caleb Houston gets some starts in summer league as well. Um, they might go Black, Houston, uh, Houston, uh, Howard. Um, we'll we'll see what the Magic ultimately line up. Uh, I think DJ Wilson will be the starting four, uh, and then we'll see who starts at five. We'll get to maybe some of the questions there in a bit, but. Um, Caleb Houston and Kevon Harris are playing a really key role for this team, and especially for that main goal of helping Anthony Black and Jet Howard get comfortable. Um, I asked Coach Mosley about about having those veteran players around, why it's important for them. And, you know, he said, you know, they've taken those rookies under their wing. Kevon Harris and Caleb Houston are the vets on this team. They have taken the Magics rookies under their wing, uh, and they are trying to help them get acclimated to life in the NBA, to their new roles, to their new jobs, and, and to the sting that the magic that this team is expecting them to do. Um, I think Jet Howard said it uh, on Monday after practice that, you know, having players like Kevon Harris and Caleb Houston, especially, uh, who can reinforce the messaging from the coaches, that's significant for a young player players are more likely to listen to player to other players who are bought in you know yes the coaching and this coaching staff is really good at instruction like this you know Jamal Mosley likes to deflect praise from himself give it to his coaching staff this coaching staff has done a very good job um you know that players get better they're taught how to do things do things the right way the way that they improved last year throughout the course of the season especially on the defensive end I think is a real Testament to this entire coaching staff. It's not just Jamal Mosley. He is the figurehead. He is the guy, he is the boss. He's the guy in charge, but it is a Testament to the entire coaching staff. And summer league, it belongs to the entire coaching staff because Jamal Mosley, I think he runs the first couple of practices and he's hands off and it's Dylan Murphy's turn. Um, Dylan Murphy, the new, uh, the new head coach for the Osceola magic, the G league team been on this been on the magic's bench for a few years, for a few years now with Mosley. Um, again, all this messaging is reinforced. When you have Houston and Harris reinforcing this message, it helps these young players understand what's going on. It's, it is like having some extra coaches and and having guys that are like, okay, this is what we're trying to get at. You know, this is the end goal. They've seen that end product. That's not to say Kevon Harris and Caleb Houston don't have a lot to prove at this summer league. Um, Kevon Harris had a great year last year. One of one of the a huge fan favorite, one of the absolute you know, like most fun players. He's on the second year of a two-way contract. So he's got some security. Um, obviously, no roster spot, fewer, maybe fewer opportunities for him, especially with how loaded the guard spot is now. But everyone knows Kevon Harris is going to work his butt off. He, he's improved his three-point shot dramatically. And he's a guy that thrived in summer league last year. He's a guy that could get to the paint. If he can improve his playmaking a little bit, that changes the game for him. And so he has a lot to work on. And, you know, again, I'm a big believer in this. Your second time through summer league, you should look like an NBA player. You should look like you don't belong. You know, I've you know i got this King games, King's game on in the background here. Keegan Murray looks like he should not be playing summer league anymore. If he doesn't play another summer league game in Sacramento or Las Vegas, he's probably going to play another game. But he doesn't need it. You could tell the guys that need summer league and the guys that don't. Keevon Harris, we should see him not need summer league. And honestly, the same should be true for Caleb Houston. Caleb Houston did some really good things last year. His defensive awareness was fantastic. His defensive IQ was fantastic. A lot of it was just the speed of the game was faster. I mean, he is super young. I believe he was the youngest player in his draft class. If, he, if the game slows down sufficiently for him, we know he can be an excellent shooter. And again, that that showed itself throughout the course of the year. And we know he can be an excellent defender. So if the game slowed down for him, he should be a player that dominates this summer. league Like he did last year. He had some really good moments in summer league last year. Again, a lot of it was kind of set up for him. So maybe the Magic want to see him attack more on the ball. But if all he, if all he does is make spot-up shots and, and nail them, that could be more than enough for this Magic team to feel like summer league was a success for him. What's also just so important is that these players have everyone else's trust. Um, You know, Jet Howard spoke that he's pretty close with Caleb. Um, You know, they didn't play together at Michigan, but they, you know, when Jet was being recruited to Michigan, you know, obviously his dad's the coach, so he's around that team. He got to spend some time with Caleb. He got to spend some time with DJ Wilson, who we'll talk about here uh, in a moment. Um, He got to spend some time with DJ Wilson. You know, he's been around some of these players and these players have been around the league a little bit now that they know, and they can tell a guy like Jed Howard exactly what to do. And that's big. And honestly, I think that's one of the great things about this magic, this magic summer league team is yes, there are a lot of rookies. There's a lot of R's When you look at that, that list, uh, uh, that roster sheet, but there are some guys who've been around the block a little bit. And there are some guys who can help this group get better. Uh, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm expecting us to see Jed Howard and Anthony Black look like rookies. They're going to have some really good moments. They might have a really good game and then they might take a step back. That's what rookies do. and That's okay. Caleb Houston, and Kevon Harris, I expect to be the rocks of the summer league team to be guys that this team really counts on. And frankly, maybe guys that get a little bit of an early hook or maybe switch off games toward the end because neither of them should need this summer league and, 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 once they prove that, they got to prove it. You know, they need it because they need to prove they don't need it. Um, but once they prove that, then we will see what they can do. I will highlight some other players, though, to keep an eye on in Summer League, uh, on the Summer League. roster, Magic still do have two two-way spots to fill now that they've cut Jay Scrub. Um, they got Kevon Harris on the second year of a two-way contract. We'll get to some of those names, including the one a lot of my commenters are waiting for me to talk about. I'll get some thoughts on Kai Soto here coming up in just a moment. Okay. Summer league's not till Saturday. You know, we've had a chance to watch a little bit of practice. You know, I'm still putting names to faces and still learning people. You know, I, I was uh, in the back, I was in the back, um, working on my, working on my story. And I think it was either Malcolm Hill or Elijah Williams, my guy, Elijah Williams, Northwestern alum. Uh, you know, we're coming, we're grabbing waters from the meat, from the media, media water, media refrigerator. Um, the, the, Supplemental locker room for Summer League guys was, was up in the locker room adjoining the media room. You don't you don't care about that. Um, there are definitely a few names though to keep an eye on here, uh, beyond the guys that are obvious, beyond Anthony Black, beyond Caleb Houston, beyond Kevon Harris, beyond Jet Howard. In fact, I'm actually looking at the numbers on this, and I, I find this kind of funny. Um, Anthony Black, Caleb Houston, Kevon Harris, and Jet Howard are the only four players with numbers lower than 40. Um, if you're going by MLB rules, that is not a good sign for everyone's chances Um, then again, Orlando does have a full roster. We do have two um, two-way spots to fill. And so there are definitely a few other players that, that I'm keeping an eye on and, and watching as we get ready uh, for summer league. The name that I think everyone is at least buzzing about and knowing a little bit about um, is Kai Soto. Um, Kai Soto is a really interesting player. He's seven foot three. Um, Honestly, like he's tall and you can tell he's tall, but he's not like beefy tall, um, if that makes sense. He's tall, but he's not big. I would put it that way. Uh, And he definitely has some touch and and some shooting ability. Um, I was watching shooting drills. You know, he's easy to spot. He's the only seven footer on the roster. Um, Robert Baker, Robert Baker and DJ Wilson are the only other players taller than 6'10, uh, at least listed at 6'10 on the roster. So Soto is not hard to spot. Um, but I was impressed in, in the shooting drills. He he can shoot it a little bit. Um, you know, again, they I didn't see them at game speed. Uh, but Soto definitely does have some skills. And and I, and you know, again. I'm a little skeptical that he's going to do much more than compete for that two way spot. And that, that's a good thing, guys. Like seriously, that is a good thing. That is a big step up for him going from the NBL to the G league, uh, being in an NBA system, kind of getting that, getting that acclimation. That would be huge for him, whether it's on a two way or whether it's just a straight G league contract, That that is a huge step for him, uh, as a player. He really struggled last year in the in, in, the, NBA, in the NBL. Um, he ended up playing in, in Japan for Hiroshima, Uh, Hiroshima, I I apologize if I mispronounced that. Um, He is, he's got a long way to go, but the skills are all there. Like, you know, you watch his tape, you just see him move and and you'll see him play because he's going to play, I think. Um, You'll see him play on Saturday. He's got real offensive skills. Um, Whether that is offensive skill and NBA level, that's something that he's going to have to prove. Uh, And and again, it's going to start here in summer league and he's got to stand out and he's got to make his presence known. Uh, But he's got to prove himself, I think, especially defensively. Um, He's got to show he's got the lateral quickness to protect the rim. He's got to show that he understands positioning real well. And again, if you play hard, that shows up. Um, And so we, again, I am optimistic that Soto can, can show these skills that he has, because it's clear he has them. I'm optimistic that he can show these skills, but he's got to do it. Nothing is, nothing is guaranteed for him at this point. He's got a real opportunity, and I think the reason he joined the Magic is the Magic kind of left this opportunity open for him. Um, they don't have a lot of bigs on their roster. Like I said, there's only three players on the roster taller than 6'10". Uh, one is Robert Baker the second from Harvard. Uh, Baker's a player that I actually kind of like as well. Um, and the other is DJ Wilson. And I suspect DJ Wilson's going to get the start at center just because alongside Anthony Black and alongside Jed Howard, the Magic are going to want someone who's experienced. Um, Wilson's been in the league for five years. He's a five-year NBA pro. He's you know, trying to get back into the rotational league. And you know I don't think Orlando is the place for him. He can't take a two-way contract because of, ex- because of his experience. But Wilson is an improving jump shirt. He's been on the Magic's radar for a little while improving, he's always been an improving jump shooter. It hasn't quite come around yet. Um, He's kind of a jack of all trades in the post, but he hasn't been able to kind of establish himself as something more. So I think that, I do think that Wilson is the veteran choice. So I think he will play with the starters and play with the Magic's rookie players. But I also, but to that point then, I think that I think that Soto is going to get a real chance and, and, and he's going to have an opportunity to show what he can do. And, you know, whether that's an opportunity with the magic, just because you're playing for the magic summer league team does not mean you're ultimately going to sign with the Osceola magic or, or with the magic organization. Um, he's going to get opportunity and, and he's got to take that opportunity because it, it it's really, really there. So um, I don't want to sound, I know there's a, I know he's a huge following, um, you know, because he's potentially the first Filipino born um, player to make it to the NBA, He's really, really close. Um, I do believe that, but he's got to he's got to prove it and show some things in order to make that final climb. Other players that I want you to take keep an eye on: uh, Drake Jeffries, six guard out of Wyoming, fantastic shooter. Uh, we had him on the draft radar, I think, as a second round pick last year. He ended up I don't I done, he didn't ended up not making it to the NBA, um, but he is, I mean the Magic needs shooting still. He is a very, very good shooter. So definitely keep an eye on Drake Jeffries. Um, I would also keep an eye on Quindari Weatherspoon again. The Magic love experienced guys. They love the experienced G League players for their two way contracts. So keep an eye on guys who have been in the G League for a little bit, um, you know, for those last two two way contracts. The other guy to keep an eye on is, uh, and I, I do like Audie Tony uh, from Arkansas. Um, where's the Texas AM kid? Dexter Dennis from Texas AM. 6'5 guard, really, really good defender. Um, played really strong defense at Texas AM. Keep an eye on him. I think that he's one of the names to watch. And then everyone's going to love this kid as well. Tiger Campbell from UCLA. He's a 5'11 guard, so he doesn't fit the Magic's kind of style and type. Um, But Tiger Campbell can play. He gets after it. He defends really hard. Really smart point guard. Really good game manager. He's going to help this summer league team be better. Um, Again, that doesn't necessarily mean he's going to make the roster. Um, You know, I think his size is just a little bit hard for him to overcome but he plays hard, always respected his game from a winning program at UCLA, a UCLA team that has been deep in the NCAA tournament several times during his tenure there. Uh, he is he is someone definitely to keep an eye on and 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 I I believe is going to have a really strong summer league as well. You know, again whether that ends up making him an NBA contract or not um is is certainly another question. We will learn more of these names of course as summer league goes on. There's always some hero that emerges, some guy that Fans are like, oh, they better give him the two-way contract or they better find a roster spot for him. There's no roster spots for any of these guys, just those two two-way contracts. Um, but, you know, again, the Magic grabbed Kevon Harris off the Minnesota two-way, two-way uh, off the Minnesota Summer League team. So we'll see who the Magic end, eventually end up going with and, and who they choose for these opportunities. But... That's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find me on Twitter at Philip RR underscore omd Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Stitcher, your tune in Himaly, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the places based the podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. latest on the Orlando Magic. Be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can find us there on Twitter at o Magic daily. We will talk more Summer League later on in the week, probably for Friday's episode. Get you real set. Uh, for what to expect from Summer League, what we want to see from Summer League this year. So we'll get into a little bit more detail on that. On tomorrow's episode of Locked on Magic, we're going to talk and reset once again the expectations for the season. Now that the Magic's roster is pretty much set, barring trades, which we don't anticipate happening, now that the Magic's roster is pretty much set, we we will set the expectations for the season, why the Magic didn't push their chips in, and why that time is coming very, very soon. We'll get to that on tomorrow's episode of Lockdown Magic. But until then, enjoy your 4th of July, whether you're, if you're in the U.S., if you're not in the U.S., celebrate the day anyway. It it can't hurt. Probably don't light off some fireworks that might weird your neighbors, but happy 4th of July to everyone celebrating today. We will see you all again next time for another episode of Lockdown.